Welcome to the CX Chronicles podcast. This is the show for customer service managers, VPs of customer experience, and all of you other CXers out there. Every week, we are going to dig into topics, challenges, wins, and updates in the CX and customer service community. I'm your host, Adrian Brady Chisana. Check us out at CXChronicles.com. Feel free to reach out to us anytime. Thank you so much for being a part of the CX Chronicles Nation. Today's CX Chronicles CX Weekly Update comes from an awesome updated Fresh Desk blog article entitled 10 Easy Exercises to Boost Empathy in Customer Service Teams. We're going to share some of the big features that we loved from this content with you today on the CX Weekly. Fresh Desk, everything you need to redefine your customer support. Keep track of conversations, resolve your customer issues, support your customer across all channels, and increase your team's productivity. Check out Fresh Desk at freshdesk.com today. Hey guys, how we doing? Thanks for listening to the CX Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Brady Chisana, and this is a CX weekly update. So I hope everyone's week is going awesome. Uh, things are going well on all of your ends. Um, some of those of you that know me really well know that I just got back from an incredible trip uh, from Portugal. Um, Ashley and I went to uh, to check out Lisbon and Nazaré and Coimbra and Porto and all these beautiful places in Portugal. And we had an an incredible time, awesome trip, trip of our lifetime. May or may not have asked Ashley to spend the rest of her life with me, so that also happened this week, guys, which is uh, kind of a big deal in in in, in my personal world. So, uh, anyway, in terms of, of of what we got going on this week, now that we're back from that trip, tons of stuff going on. Uh, working with some amazing clients, some awesome companies to think about how. Uh, we can help them with their customer experience optimization. Um, we also, I know we've been talking about it for a long time, but the book is, is uh, the 4CX Pillars book is going to be almost completely done being edited and put together over the next couple of weeks. So I'm super excited about that. I will obviously let all of you know as soon as the book is ready to for, 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 for release. Um, and then on top of it, just had an incredible last couple of weeks of getting some awesome new guests uh, ready to come on to the CX Chronicles podcast. And I think that's probably the the biggest thing that I'm the most excited about uh, outside of feeling nice nice and freshly recharged from our vacation and, and, and obviously from having a pretty big um, life milestone with, with, with asking Ash to marry me. So um, with that being said, let's hop into today's CX weekly update. Okay, so today I want to talk about 10 easy exercises for how you can boost the empathy inside of your customer service team. All right, so look, I have people ask me all the time, you know, do you, what, what, what can you do to help us with just basic customer service training? Or what can you do to help us with understanding how service recovery works? And the net of it is this. Companies that think about how they can build that into their culture and build that into the fabric of the way that every single one of their teams, their departments, their different roles, their leadership thinks about managing customers and thinks about ongoing customer success <clears throat> is automatically going to be in a in a better position than its competition and those around it, right? People with strong empathetic abilities are better at establishing long-term customer relationships and and the, the the reality is relationships are everything, right? So it's an emotional it's an emotional subject, and it can be challenging to find uh, 
uh, you know, hands-on approaches for how you're going to do this well inside of your business, inside of your team. But it's something that has to be uh, one of the most important um, core stones of what you're doing and how you're building your business. So how does empathy drive customer satisfaction and how does empathy actually affect loyalty? Well, let's look at these at these statistics. 66% of U.S. consumers spend more when they feel loyal. 55% of recommend brands when they feel loyal. So it's the proof is in the pudding that the majority of customers and consumers out there, if they've got loyalty and commitment to a business, large, small, or huge, they're, they're literally willing to pay more. Think about the, 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 the age-old discussion of Verizon versus AT&T and people loving one or loving the other or hating one or hating the other. And people saying, well, yeah, but I got this type of rate with them, so I moved over and I bounced. And then you get some friends or family that say, well, yeah, but you know, I don't, I've been with them for seven years. This is what I am. I'm loyal to them. Boom. There's an example. Another example for some of my friends in New York city. Um, Ashley and I went to the same exact laundromat for almost 10 years, 83rd and second. And, you know, was there 15 places right around our apartment? Absolutely. Why do we keep going back to the same guy for all those years? Because we were loyal to him. He was awesome. He knew our names. He knew our clothes. He knew what we wanted. He knew that we lived across the street. He asked how vacations went. He asked how the holidays were coming up. He asked if we were going to go home to Buffalo. And he said, I mean, it was awesome. The guy was awesome. And so that built in loyalty. So what we're going to do, we're talking about 10 exercises to boost empathy in your customer service team. Number one, active listening sessions. So if you're not taking time to do active listening sessions inside of your team, you're on, you're already in a little bit of a, 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 of a of a pickle here. And here's why. If you're not taking time to do active listening, which includes restating and summarizing common interactions with your customers, uh, using talk tracks or encouragement prompts or giving feedback, uh, having situations where during your team huddles and your team meetings, you're literally having individuals, maybe your senior individuals, giving the team their point of view, talking about how they validate things with their customers, talking about how they pull extra information out of their customers. Active listening is going to be key. Number two, defending ridiculous customer requests. All right, so understanding someone else's point of view is super important. People that listen to the show talk to customers every single day. But sometimes, and this is going to be the fun part of your job too, but sometimes we might feel that the customer's request sounds ridiculous, okay? Let's call what it is. Let's talk about these ones when we all kind of have a laugh. We might go on mute and we literally say, this person is batshit crazy. you got to listen to this. And now you guys know me. I never talk disparagingly about customers. Customers are everything. But sometimes, and we've all had them, customers can be outlandish, ridiculous, and completely absurd. But again, I like to have fun with that. I think that's a fun part of our business. I think that's a fun part of working with human beings. Humans are different. Humans have different styles. And different things are important to different humans. So no matter what the customer wants, you're going to have a hard time getting around that. But here's the thing. As your company grows and as your company's built and as your company's being scaled, you need to be able to say, customer, I appreciate your feedback. I, I love what you're saying. We want you to be an ongoing buyer with us. But unfortunately, we can't accommodate this request. That, that request, you know, that we have 99% of our other customers that just don't feel that way, don't have that issue. Don't, don't think that that's something that we need to change about our business. So understanding the difference between your common case and your special cases, 
So common cases, things that happen again and again and again, and then special cases, those outliers, is really important. Number three, experimenting with empathetic language. So you got to take time to think about with your team, how can we be more empathetic, guys? How can we be more empathetic? How can we make sure that our customers really feel like we've got things um, super dialed in? So you can ask empathetic questions, right? Using leading and reflective questions around how to support uh, your customers leads to the ability to have your customers just come out and say whatever they're saying. And then you teach your team to be active listeners. It shows that you care. It shows that you're interested in knowing more. Leading questions. So give me an example. So what happened then, John Smith, right? After you tried our product or service, what happened then? Or reflective questions. So for example, it sounds like you were able to put the product together and turn it on, but it's so strange. You heard a noise while it was on. Is that right? Did I understand that? And then you have the ability to, again, to go back into an active listening state and listen to what the customer has to say. And then lastly, you got words of urgency. All right, so every business is different here. Some businesses like to say, like, you know, I'm going to sue you or I'm going to get my lawyer. Or you have other other businesses where maybe it's, um, you know, I, 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 due to the issue that I'm experiencing with your company, I might have to look for an alternative source, right? Maybe a churn, churn-based type of statement where your churn bell should be going off as, as a possibility that you might lose the customer. So those are items that you got to be at. high-severity items that need to be closed out by the end of every business day. Number four, playing empathy bingo. Okay, bingo's a fun game. We all like bingo. Who doesn't like bingo? Uh, but when you use the bingo card shown above or have your team create their own type of bingo language, if you will, give each person a card, have them play bingo with statements on it, customer statements. Each time they hear the use of a customer statement, they get to cross it off. The first person to get a straight line is going to win. Now, the idea of this is to think about how you can improve the way that you're socializing customer interactions with your team and you're getting your team to pay attention to what's happening on the pod, what's happening in the call room, what's happening on the call center floor. Super, super important and also fun way to create some extra, if you're, if you're looking for new ways to do some uh, incentive-based competitions, try playing Empathy Bingo. Number five, practicing polite eavesdropping. Okay, so every, comp- uh, every one of our members of our CX Nation has a different type of approach here. But for me, uh, whether it's doing dialed-in uh, calls where managers have minimally uh, X number of times throughout the month where they're doing active listening sessions within their own calls, I'm talking literally sitting right next to them, folks, and listening to the phone call. If you're not doing that, that's a big – that's you're missing out on a ton of valuable information where, number one, you have an opportunity to spend some time with your teammate. Number two, you have the time to get to know one of your customers a little bit better. And then number three, you have time to, uh, again, just show how valuable um, the company that you're at perceives that customer time. So much so that, you know, whether it's a monthly or a quarterly or a biannually or even just an annually call where a customer gets to know that someone else is jumping on a line even when they don't have to, that's good stuff, man. That's good stuff. So practice polite eavesdropping. You can also do this right out on the floor, right? Take time to listen to your teammates. Take time to listen to the people that are on the top of the leaderboard every single month. What are they saying? What are they doing? What, then not only that, once a phone gets clicked down, what are they doing with emails? What are they doing with text messages? What are the communications that they do? Are they working until 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock? All this stuff matters. Practice polite eavesdropping. Number six, playing the jargon game. 
So it's super, super easy to play the jargon game, right? Startups are the worst at this. We all create these different jargons and these different languages without realizing it. But then externally, the people that aren't spending 40 or 50 hours a week inside of that startup or that office, they have no fucking clue what you're talking about. So, so be careful of what you put in terms of jargon when you're, with your customer, your customer communications. Uh, jargon's fun. It's great. It's a big part of culture. Culture is fucking huge in terms of making sure that your business is on the right path. But be careful with how jargon works externally. Number seven, debating the dress. So this activity is designed to stream, uh, sorry, demonstrate that even simple things can be perceived perceived differently by people. So. So doing this can help people open up and, and consider other people's perspectives. So debating the dress, how to do this activity. Show your customer service team a picture of a dress. Just grab a new Google image on your next huddle, put it up in a slide deck, and ask them what color it is. Blue and black, white and gold, whatever your photo is, right? Chances are that the group is going to be split with some people in each camp. So when you flash that image and you ask, all right, what, what, what color is it in? Some people are going to be able to see it both ways. And then after people select their answer, ask them to discuss it further with the following questions. Number one, how did you feel about people who saw the same colors as you? Number two, how did you feel about people who saw the other colors? Number three, ask them to discuss what can happen to relationships when people put themselves in opposing teams over something. And number four, ask them to think of a situation when someone saw a situation differently to them. How did it make them feel? Were they convinced that the other person was wrong? Looking back, do they still feel this way? Get your team to think about how everything is open to debate, whether it's with the customer, whether it's with the manager, whether it's the CEO, or whether it's the janitor of the company. Number eight, playing stuck in quicksand. When you're trying to be empathetic, you need to consider the other person's situation from their own perspective. So everyone's got different views on everything, but this exercise is to help your team identify the differences between empathetic, sympathetic, and apathetic. How to do it. Show your team the diagram above and ask them to imagine that they've come across a person stuck in quick scan. Then describe what apathy, sympathy, and empathy are in this situation. So apathy is standing back, not caring, and leaving the person stuck in the quicksand. Sympathy is acknowledging that the other person's situation, but not considering it from their point of view or considering how to help them. Sympathetic response to quicksand is telling the person that you'll help them, uh, then leaping into the quicksand and getting yourself stuck instead. Empathy is people being able to relate to the person's situation, thinking about what could be helpful for them in their position. For the person in the quicksand, this means thinking about how to carefully pull them out while keeping yourself safe. This is why empathy is critical, guys. This is why you should be spending 5, 10, 15 minutes minimum a week inside of your team huddles, your one-on-ones, um, whatever it is that you do when you talk to your team, reminding folks to be empathetic with your customers. Number nine, imagining time regained. So products and services don't always turn out as intended. Most customers understand this, right? We all get it. We've all been disappointed and we've all had home runs where we get this product or service and we think it's amazing. But customers understand 
when things fall short, it's not your fault. The guy, the guy or the gal on the phone talking to them or trying to help them, but they still don't enjoy taking time out of their schedules to go through the return process or to get that refund or to ask you if maybe the next, the next level up is actually what they need for whatever it is that their, their, their needs are. Right. And this activity asks your customer service team to imagine that they're a customer trying to return a product or have a problem fixed. How would, how do you want to be helped? What are the things that you love that people say when, when you're getting help from them? What are the things that make you want to take the phone, smash it against your computer, throw it through the freaking window, and then just still still be upset, right? So, for example, did they have to wait on hold for 30 minutes just to, just to, pay, to get a refund for $9? For some of you guys, that doesn't even make sense mathematically. So imagine what, by the time you get to the, the, the customer service agent that's going to help you, you're pissed. Do they have to make two trips into the store just to do a return? Maybe they had to skip lunch or maybe they had to skip a meeting or maybe they had the stress of getting away from work just for an hour to, to, to take care of this. You got to think about these things when you're working with your customers, folks. Number 10, sharing about yourself. So look, one of the greatest things that I've ever done in my life is definitely start the Series Chronicles podcast. And I'll tell you why. Sharing personal stories about yourself and being your real self and being who you are and having the confidence and the wherewithal to understand what you can do and what you can't do and being comfortable with that. And then knowing what drives you, what, what do you love popping out of bed in the morning to do versus what you can't stand. So, 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 so once you have all of that in gear, if you can take that bridle it, harness it up in a, you got to be professional about it, but sharing about yourself with your customers is huge, right? Being candid with your customers, being real with your customers, putting yourself in their shoes, relationship building. You're going to hear it all the time in businesses. It doesn't matter what business you're in, especially when you're talking with some more of your senior folk that are inside the business who've been killing it for years or decades even. They're going to say to you, relationships are everything. And there's a reason why they're saying it. It's spot on the truth. So focus on how you can share about yourself to create that relationship and make a long-lasting customer um, interaction into the future. So this was 10 easy exercises for you to begin boosting empathy inside of your customer experience and customer service and inside sales team today. I hope that you guys found this episode super helpful. Uh, again, I'm, I'm super pumped to be back. I know that there was a, a little bit of... Um, uh, white noise over the last two two weeks. I do not want anybody to worry about that because we've got a plethora of episodes coming out. I'm telling you, we have some awesome guests that are coming up. Um, we've got some great things coming down the pipeline in our own world that I'm going to be sharing with you guys in our email updates. Check us out at cxchronicles.com. Uh, please get your friends, get your family, get your coworkers. Sign up for our email blast. Download our episodes. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. We're on cxchronicles.com. We are on Stitcher. Um, Please keep the reviews coming, keep the downloads coming, and thank you so, so much for being a part of the CX Nation. Have an awesome week, guys. Take it easy now. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of CX Chronicles. Be sure to subscribe, save, and share with all of your fellow CXers. And until next time... Make happiness a habit, CX Chronicles Nation. Check us out at cxchronicles.com.